What's going on, YouTube, man? Me and John are back with another video. Um, today is February 6th, Monday, 7.36 p.m. in the East Coast. Uh, you're in the West Coast. It's about 4 o'clock over there, I believe. Yep. Um, but today's video, we're going to be talking about trades the Dallas Mavericks need to do to improve their roster after the Kyrie Irving trade. Um, I think they're starting off. John brought up a, a good saying. He says, after you trade for a superstar, worry about it later. About fix, fixing your roster. And it already came out that they're not done making moves. And so me and John are going to talk about the whole situation with Kyrie and the trades and disapproving this roster to see how far they can go this offseason. If y'all haven't already, make sure you drop that like. Ashley, don't drop that like. Subscribe to the subscribe to the damn channel. Turn on post notifications. So whenever you we drop a video, y'all are there. Make sure you go to the Instagram and follow that and the TikTok. All those links will be in the description. We're posting on there pretty much consistently. Go check them out. You see a different side of me, a different personality of me on TikTok. I'm a little bit funny. I'm a little goofy. I talk a lot of trash over there. Over here, I try to be more professional and, you know, talk hoops, real stuff. But on TikTok, we get we go have fun. But, John, how was your day today, my man? My day was good, my boy. Um, At work. But uh, now I'm off work and I'm... No, Back to I'm work. actually happy, you know what I'm saying? Doing something I love, yeah. doing work I love to do. It's crazy because I, I came out of work today too. I'm I'm exhausted, exhausted, you know what I'm saying? But still have to, still got to put the work out, man. Still got to keep dropping content for these lovely, lovely supporters of ours. Love but enough of that. Let's get straight to it. Let's straight to it, my boy. Um, I, I'll, I got you, John. I got, I got you. Okay. So, y'all didn't know, y'all live under a rock. Kyrie Irving and Marquise Morph has officially been traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, this shocked a lot of people. The, the, the trade request for Kyrie Irving shocked a lot of people because it was quiet pretty much the whole season until midpoint of trade deadline. And Kyrie was like, yep, I want out." And then Brooklyn said, oh, got you, bet. Get out of here because we don't want to deal with that headache no more. Dallas could deal with you, you know? And so the real question is they gave up some good valuable role players and Benny Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie and some draft capital. So you did lose a wing and you did lose another score. But obviously, Kyrie Irving is that dude. So when you're looking at this roster, John, right? Davis Bartons, trash. Terrible contract, right? We need to figure a way to get out, get this contract out of it. All right. I think you keep Reggie Bullock because he's a nice 3 and D wing. You keep him. Obviously, Luca. You know Josh Green? Yeah. Josh Green, they have a lot of confidence in him. A lot of confidence in him. And I think that's why they gave up Finney Smith because they have so much confidence in Josh Smith now. I mean, Josh Green, that they're like, he could be a valuable player in this long stretch. Uh, another player that they have to look at to flip is Tim Hardway Jr. Um, he's just aging. He's 30 years old. Wasn't He's not the same Tim Hardway Jr. that we knew a few years ago. I remember watching Tim Hardway Jr., John, and I'm like, he just keeps knocking shots down. Like the the most the most biggest moment he's knocking that shot down. Remember the New York Knicks days? Like yo, going to the Knicks days. The Knicks. <laughs> even in Dallas a few years ago when it was in a playoff run, he's like Tim Hardaway Jr. for three dagger, and then he got injured and hasn't looked the same. I think they they have Jaden Hardy, which I think they need to start playing more. Maxi Kleba, um, coming back from injury is going to be huge for them. Huge, absolutely huge. But their main thing is right now that. After Christian Wood and Dwight Paul, Powell, they don't really have much backup bigs. So John came up with some bigs, or just a legit big overall. John came up with some bigs that 
could be a good fit for Kyrie and Luca and cheap, somewhat cheap and affordable. Absolutely, my boy. I appreciate the lead up for that. And we know when I was thinking of this, I was like, man, what, you know, it's clear that, that they need bigs, but what, what kind of big do they need? Like, do they need a big to be part of their big three? Do they need a big to just kind of take the dirty work, or, you know, do, do, do what it takes? And I think, me personally, I think the big three that they're going to try to run over there is going to be Kyrie, Luca, and Christian Wood. I have a lot of belief in Christian Wood, just extremely inconsistent. But at the end of the day, we all know Christian Wood's, um, not only his inconsistency on the offensive and defensive end, but his inability of, to play defense against really any, any players in this league. He can't keep up with players in the perimeter, nor is he a great um, defender in the paint. So I thought to myself, who can, who can someone that this, the, the Mavs can snag up and they don't have to break the bank for because this player is good, but I think teams are giving up on him. That's Andre Drummond. And you, get a, you get a player like Andre Drummond to back up Christian Wood so that, so that on the other end, Chris, he can, you know, he can do what he, what he wants to do on offense and get to his pick and rolls and pick and pops and do whatever he wants to do. But on the other end, he doesn't have to catch elbows by Joel Embiid, elbows by a player like AD, have to guard a player like Giannis. He, he won't have to guard a player like Brick Lopez. These, these dudes who are physical in the league and who will just move him out of his position. So a player like Andre Drummond, I think that's the number one piece they, they should go for, not uh, too, you know, not too expensive. Uh, another another great big they should go for is Rashard Holmes, man. Rashard Holmes, he's getting played out over there in Sacramento. Um, Sacramento isn't too far from where I live. So I've gone to some Kings games and just watch him rot away on the bench. He's a great big in this league. Um, last year did a lot of great things for the Kings, so don't really understand why he's just riding the bench. Another Let me just – I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. To me. About Rashard Holmes, I personally think he was going through stuff um, mentally outside of, outside of basketball. I think it was – Something with his kid. I'm not 100% sure. Ever since then, kind of like, you know, went down. Ain't been the same. Yeah. 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 Rashard definitely. Uh, he can a, hoop. He can definitely hoop. He can definitely hoop, man. I mean, I hope, I hope whatever, you know, that he, he's going through, he can, um, you know, get through it and, and, and be good. But um, as far as, you know, somebody that can hoop, the, Na- the Na- Navs should definitely be looking to go there. And then, you know, the third, third player or, yeah, I think, yeah, the third player here would be Daniel Gafford. Man, I think Daniel Gafford is actually a really good big in this league. Very aggressive. Uh, reminds me of Montrez Harrells, but just bigger and can do it. Can do a little bit more on the court. So I think Daniel Gafford would be would be great for them. Just somebody to you know take the defensive bows so that Christian Wood doesn't have to you know get harassed out there and um, be asked to do much more than he's already he's already being asked to do. Yeah, no, definitely. You know what's crazy, John? It's sad because the Dallas Mavericks signed Javel McGee in the offseason, I believe, to a three-year deal, and he's unplayable now. Unplayable. It's super unfortunate because Javel McGee, you sign him to that one-year deal, it feels like he just plays his butt off every single time. Like, he just does little things that does good. Now that he got a three-year contract, he's like, oh, I found a home. I got paid now, so I'm good. But going back to Andre Drummond, I honestly think – any contender team is going to get Andre Drummond at this point because Andre Drummond, like you said, is Ryan. He's not playing well this year, but he's not getting the opportunity on the Chicago Bulls, which is crazy to me, right? Um, back in the day, man, Andre Drummond can literally give you 18 and 11, 18 and 15, them pistons. They even the Cavaliers days where he was averaging 17 and a half with 13 rebounds, like he was doing his thing. But ever since then, you know. He went to the Sixers, played a bad, but he was playing back a big, but he still wasn't that great. Then bounced to the Nets and bounced to the Bulls. And, you know, this year's only averaged about 6.3 points a game and 6.6 rebounds. And 
He's only averaging 13 minutes a game. 13 minutes is absolutely nothing. So any contender team, I don't think he has much trade value. I think the Bulls are – they're looking to trade him. They're literally looking to trade him. They're looking to get rid of, rid of him. So the Dallas Mavericks definitely need to hop on this. And imagine if we get old Drummond playing with Kyrie and Luka. That would be lit to watch. Very fun to watch. Very, very fun to watch. I mean, if you can just get a big man – because Christian Wood's known as a scorer. He can spread the floor out, space the floor and stuff like that. But Andre Drummond, besides when he's going against Joel, he gets owned and Jokic, obviously, and stuff like that. But Andre Drummond can hold his own against other bigs in this league, and he could, he's a big body. I honestly would love it. Absolutely. So, yeah. And you know, you know what? As we were talking about Andre Drummond, I'm not going to lie. I thought of a, a big who's that? I th- I'm pretty sure he's out of the league now, and that's Hassan Whiteside. I don't know if you yeah. remember Hassan Whiteside, but yeah, I, I do. Think, I think goofy. He, he is goofy. I'm not going to lie. He's very, very goofy. But I think he would he would be good um, he, he would be good here for the Mavs again just another big to be able to take those defensive uh, defensive bows um, and then another one I wanted to throw in because he is going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season that's Mitchell Robinson uh, from the Knicks man uh, can't really stretch the floor as much as Christian would but he is just one of those very physical big guys who will just you know stay down there in the paint and be able to body a a Joel or be able to body a, um, not be able to, but be able to go at least to bat with a Joel and be yeah. able to go back with I, I like Mr. Robson. I just feel like his game isn't suit for this generation. Okay. You know, he More can't really, he really can't do too, too much. If you notice, like those bigs like Steven Adams and stuff like that, he played good in the regular season, but it's unplayable in the postseason. Mm-hmm. You've seen him in Memphis, they pretty much started uh, Brandon Clark in the playoffs. They pretty much started Adams, took him out first two minutes, and Brandon Clark was playing. You know what I'm saying? So I think those those bigs are like kind of unplayable. But Mitchell Robinson would be pretty cool. Um, any big, honestly, with Luke and Kyrie would be awesome. What you think of Yusuf Nurkic? Honestly, I don't like Nurkic, and maybe this is just me being biased or whatnot, because you know he he did a lot of dirty stuff for Russell Westbrook. I'm not really a fan of Nurkic, um, but his defense is awful, John. He can't move his feet. It's like he's moving in cement. And like it's like he's moving in sand, and he's like, like he he, he just he's awful. There's a main reason why like Portland's struggling because like we expected him to play a big part of their big three, and he can't even be a part of that, bro, because he's just so bad, bad. But also, I want to give him non biased side. He dealt with a lot of gruesome injuries. My boy, but he fell off crazy. I'm not gonna lie, his fall off was great. (laughs) Yo, wasn't wasn't didn't Portland traded Jokic away for Nurkic? I don't I I'll double check on that. Let me see. I honestly think they did because Jokic wasn't good at that time. I honestly think they did do that trade. It was something Jokic for Nurkic and I'm just like no one really knew about Jokic like that. And then bam. Let me see. Mm. I don't think so. I'm not I don't think so. It's looking like Jokic always been on the the Nuggets. I don't know. I definitely seen a some some along those lines, something like that. But anyways, um, yeah, Nurkic. I I rather have uh Daniel Gafford over Nurkic. Daniel Gafford, um, Russell Westbrook made him look really good. He's a lob threat. He's strong. He can he can work in the post and he could do his he could do his thing. You know. But besides the big man, I obviously need to work on some defense. You know, defense slash shooting any shooting around Luca. And he's shooting around Kyrie because, you know, the defense is mainly going to focus on these two superstar players and they're going to trap them. They're going to go double teams. Da, 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 da. 
So these players are going to have to knock some shots down. Like Reggie Bullock's going to have to start knocking some shots down. But John also came up with some players that are somewhat decent or can help a team win if they just play their role. And um, what are you going to start off with, Malik Beasley? Yes, sir. I was going to go Malik Beasley, but I think after hearing, you know, kind of what kind of what you were talking about and me thinking a little bit right now, I'm going to go a different direction. There's a first player they should try to go after as far as some shooters, and that's Gary Trent Jr. We were just talking we were just talking about him a couple episodes ago being, you know, uh, a knockdown shooter. Very, in, very inconsistent. But the thing is, with Kyrie and Luka on the court, he will not be at, he will not be asked to take as many shots as he's taking right now. And he will get a lot more open looks because we know that the double teams are going to come towards Luka. They're probably going to come towards Kyrie too. So when they come, all he's got to be ready to do is just be a knockdown shooter. Um, yep. So you're trying to talk to me. You know, you, do you like that? You don't feel it now? No, what? I love that move. You know why? Because let's take it back to where Gary Trent made his name in Portland and he was shooting 41.8% from the three point line. You know why? Because it was focused on Dane. The season before, the season after that, he's shooting 40% from the three-point line, shooting high 41% from the field. You get what I'm trying to say? So when you have the defense is mainly focused on these two guys, which we already know they are, Gary Trent's going to have a lot of looks. He just has to knock it down. And it's crazy because he's still averaging about 19 points a game this year. So. Which, is, which, is, which is wild. But another player, great pickup for them. I actually got to watch this player live both on offensive end and defensive end, this will be a great fit. That's my boy HB, the Black Falcon. <laughs> my boy HB, the Black Falcon, man. Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. <laughs> I think he'd be great for them. Definitely still a knockdown shooter. We, we remember what he did in his Golden State days when he would just kind of spot up and shoot, and then he'd be able to get to the hoop whenever he can. He could put it on the floor. So he adds a threat of somebody who can go get their own bucket. He's still a, a, sh- a great shooter to surround around Kyrie and Luka. He is a slasher, but most of all, he's also on defense. So he really checks off all three of those boxes for the Mavericks. Um, might be it's honestly while I'm I'm talking myself through it, I'm thinking this might be better than Gary Trent, to be honest with you. And it yeah. might be cheaper. I think Harrison Barnes is like one of those players that he's always gonna be in the trade deadline. Um rumors and stuff like that all the time. Um Harrison Barnes on the Kings, I don't think the Kings do trade him though, because the Kings are just playing so well. They're just, gonna, they're just gonna gel with what they have right now. And honestly, like the Dallas Mavericks, what they're gonna offer maybe Tim Hardaway Jr. But it's like, why would they want him? Because they got Malik Monk. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, it, it's gonna be t- tricky for that, but no one expected the Dallas Mavericks to pull off Kyrie Irving. So I'm not gonna doubt Mark Cuban again, you know? I, I am not gonna doubt gonna dark Mark, I doubt Mark Cuban. Um absolutely. But, Honestly, Kyrie, Luca, Harrison Barnes, Maxi Kleba, and Andre Drummond as your starting lineup with Christian Wood coming off your bench. I mean, I like it. I like it. I, I, honestly, to be real with you, I'd run, I'd run uh, Christian Wood at the four and Andre Drummond at the five, just so I. Can the, have- yeah, I mean, but the thing is, they don't. They're not. They don't like. The thing is, they don't like Christian Wood starting. That's a like the they just started Javale, which is crazy. Yeah, like he's not even the rotation no more. But it's crazy because they don't like Christian Wood starting. No team really likes Christian Wood starting. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I do get it because his defense is horrendous. Like, it, like he Christian Wood would give you thirty points, but then like give up thirty points. So it's just like, what does that mean? You know, like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, okay, 
<laughs> it doesn't mean much. So I think that's why they don't trust him. And the fact that he's thrown in trade rumors is clearly they're not really a big fan of him and this and that. But I mean, yeah, if you want to go a straight offensive lineup, you throw in the Christian Wood at the four with Kyrie and um Luca. And then Harrison Barnes, I mean, that team would be very fun to watch. Very fun. But what about this player though, my boy? This yep. might be more this might be more of a buyout market only because um he usually is on the buyout range on the Rockets. But Eric Gordon, I know he's past his prime. He's still I, I think Houston Rockets value Eric Gordon like he's freaking prime Eric Gordon. Man, huh? They've been holding on to him for the past yeah. like couple of years, knowing they're gonna suck. I don't I don't get it. And they're like, we need a first round pick in return. Kyrie Irving just went for a first round pick. You think Eric Gordon's going for a first round pick? You get him like you know what I'm saying? Like I just I'm not sure why they value him so high. You can tell he doesn't want to be there no more. It's like just trade him away. I think then they won't buy him out because of his contract and stuff like that. But bro, and Eric Gordon, honestly, Eric Gordon to any championship team would 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 help them. A Bucks, Eric Gordon to the Bucks. I know it's not about the Bucks, but man, that would be good. <laughs> Dallas coming off the bench, like any championship team, Eric Gordon's gonna help. Absolutely. And my last player that I have here, my boy, I think this is. I actually just added this you know, in pronto right now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, on the spot, because I thought of this guy and I was like, yeah, this would actually be perfect. L.A. Oubre Jr. And he's been balling out and he's been having meaningless games, meaningless buckets over there in, uh, in Charlotte. And he's, he's scoring and he's doing his thing, but really for no reason, leading, yeah. leading, the, leading the team in scoring right now. Uh, and I think that if you add him to a team like the Dallas Mavericks, especially Dallas Mavericks now that just got a Kyrie, Man, that makes him so much better. He, the energy he's gonna bring, right? He's every every time he hits the ground, he gotta hit those like two, three push-ups. He's gonna bring contagious energy, and I think that bringing energy like that to a team that struggles on defense is wonders, wonders. Yeah, I mean, when Kelly, my my only thing is John, right? When Kelly Oubre's on a contender team, doesn't get as much looks. Doesn't really. He has to be consistent. Has to be efficient. And then I think it'll work perfect because he's shooting 30% from the three point line this year, which is awful. You know, awful. But, but I mean, if I need that energy, though, that energy to a team that lacks defensive energy, you bring a guy like Kelly, I think, you no, know, that is. I mean, I honestly think the team brings him in just for his looks. <laughs> just because I mean, look like, hey, y'all, y'all wanna, y'all gotta look at someone that, you know, look, yo, his looks, yo, his looks, man. Everybody thinks Kelly Oubre is the most handsome dude in the NBA, man. It's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, Kelly Oubre is averaging 20 points a game. So, I mean, which is a career high, but I don't really think of much of it because there's no one on Charlotte. Yo, Sam, if you're going to watch this video, bro, I don't even see Sam uploading no more videos about Charlotte. I don't know if you noticed that. He doesn't even up, he doesn't stream the Charlotte Hornets. He doesn't upload no more. How do you support that team, Sam? Yeah, that's a tough one. How do you, yeah, how do you like, you know, doing the same page of, like, just of one team when they suck so bad, you know? And it's like the Terrible. Lakers suck, but you can always talk about someone like Oh, yeah, because it's a headline all the time. Man, I can't wait till LeBron breaks his record. Boy, hey, hey, here we go. Look, 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 look. Today is Monday, February 6th, okay? This video will most likely be dropping Wednesday. So I believe the game would have – would the Tuesday game, because he's going to play Oklahoma City Thunder on no. Tuesday. No, I already know you your don't, question. You don't, you don't no. think he's going to do – you don't think he's going to score 36 on – You know why? Okay, see? Yeah. Why? Because it's – You know why? It's not on. T- it's not on live television. It's on. A- who wants to beat it against OKC? He wants to do he it against Brook uh, against he, uh, Milwaukee. It's a live television game on Wednesday, against- right? That yep. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. Hey, so yeah, we dropping this before the LeBron game where he passes the record. That's but, what hurt. 
But John, but John, but remember, LeBron typically doesn't really play too much back to back. LeBron might do he, but I think he's gonna do it. Hey, hold on, real quick. I know this is not about LeBron, but yo, I love LeBron. Absolutely, I think when you take everything into account, he is the greatest player of all time. Whatever. If you don't believe that, yep. it doesn't really matter. But what's so funny about my dog is that he keeps trying to tell the world, like, oh, for a guy that doesn't really care about scoring, it's like LeBron, stop, stop. I like yeah, he definitely I, does. He definitely cares. And it's like he's only saying that his he's he's so smart. He's he's so smart. He's only saying that because he wants years and years and years down the line when people look back at the tape, they see. Oh, LeBron said he didn't care about passing. Uh, LeBron said he didn't care about scoring, and still was a and still was number one scorer of all time. Uh, and then so he, he just wants to bo- you know b- bolster his his goat debate, which yeah. doesn't need no bolstering in my opinion. But LeBron just chill honestly, out. don't care about that. Yeah, man, I can't wait because I think That's we have to make a. I think we have to make a video on it. A lot of TikToks will come out that day, um, and I'm excited. But anyways. I think this is the end of the video for this Dallas Mavericks. You guys let us know in the comment section some players and some ideas that you thought of for Dallas Mavericks to contend and win the Western Conference. Hope y'all enjoy it. We love y'all. Go make sure y'all go follow the socials. All in the description, man. We're very active over there. And I'm out of here. You got anything else to say, John? That's it, my boy. We out of here. Peace.